Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 133 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. So tonight, wow. we're talking about Netflix's own cyberpunk series, Altered Carbon. Then cyberpunk. we'll jump back into the realm of the Colossi with the PS4 exclusive, not remake, but a, not even a rehash, but just a completely done from scratch Shadow of the Colossus. We'll talk the latest coming up from this week in terms of news and probably agree and disagree on some things here and there and have a secret question thrown in there towards the end. But before we do all that, joining us tonight, we have Dave the Bearded Menace. Hey guys, I just downloaded into my stack and boy is my cerebral cortex tired. Nice. Uh, Doc Chris? Um, lots and lots of dong. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just He's not gonna, wrong. Just going to say no context. No nope. context. No. Nope. Just leave that as it is. Mm. He's not wrong in either context. Mm -hmm. The Bad Coyote, Sergio. Welcome, everybody, to the best podcast in the world. Thank everybody for listening on every place you could possibly listen to a podcast. We're seeing the numbers. They look good. Uh, we do it for fun, and we do it for you. Thank everybody for listening, for tuning in, and supporting us. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, gentlemen, what uh, what happened this week? Oh, man. So you guys remember when there was like a really good Pixar movie called The Incredibles, mm -hmm. and then they like teased a sequel for and, like 10 years. Yeah. And then nothing. Well, it's been that long. It's been a long ass time. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think hey, it's been 10 years, but it's, yeah. it may have been. Uh, well, uh, what it was like a month ago or so. They actually released like a actual teaser for the next one. And now we actually have a full blown trizalier of uh of what the incredibles 2 is mm. we got um looks like the story revolves around elastigirl being called back into action and um oh my gosh what's the dude's craig and T. not mr incredible not mr incredible yeah mm. mr incredible you know the name of the freaking movie yeah he has to <laughs> shut it down shut it anyways uh he has to stay at home with the kids specifically uh the baby jack jack who is just exploding powers all over the place mm. Mm. Uh, 14 years ago, Incredibles 1 came out. 14. Oh, my God. crap. Makes those grays seem a little more obvious. Hey, man, oh. that movie is like one of the best superhero movies around, uh, both how it looks and has a phenomenal soundtrack. And it really was oh. one of the more technologically advanced ones at the time. I remember watching that Pixar documentary and them talking about how they had to do the hardest things in animation for almost like every scene in Hair like, and the water movie. Hair, yeah. water, particle <laughs> effects, hair and water combined, hair, water, particle effects, like like everything that was hardest, the hardest thing to do in animation, they had to, they had to cram all <laughs> in that movie and they had to do all of it. I, and, I think uh, even like that scene where like the mom takes Violet's hair and puts it over her ear, like that gave like them like a bunch of nightmares. It's like, fuck, how are we going to do that? We need to look good. <laughs> and, and the scene from the plane where the, where like, where like uh, uh, Elastigirl like, like says to save the kids and everyone from the explosion and lands in the water, like that whole scene they said was really complicated to do. Oh, sure. Like it was all the hardest things like, in animation. I was yeah. like, that's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I, after watching the trailer, I'm, I'm a little more excited for it, but like I still wish we had the time jump in there because I don't like, I don't want to pick up right where we left off. I want to. Yeah, that, that feels weird. I don't, I don't like that either. We yeah. like the scene like what Jack Jack could have become, yeah. you know, yeah. it would have been cool to see him as a villain. You know, he's so powerful. It's like, well, fuck, then we got to fight our own kid. Well, um, Incredibles 3 <laughs> in 14 more years. But they probably would never do that. But I don't like, I don't like how they treated Mr. Incredible. Yeah. So they totally cucked Mr. Incredible. 
Um, yeah, because they did. I, I, I like the first Incredibles because it was about them being a family unit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Mr. Incredibles was at the forefront of it all, but in, in like in the crux of the whole movie, they came together as a family, and that's mm-hmm. how it ended up. They were fighting as a family. You know, you had the kids who were just like, oh, I don't want to be part of this family, whatever, but then they were like, you know, seeing their mom and dad in danger, they all had to step up, eat every single one of them. And now it seems like what they're selling us, and I don't know, obviously it's not the final product, is that Elastigirl is now in the forefront and she's going out. The kids express that they want to go out and fight crime too, but it's more so like Elastigirl doing it. And they even have Mr. Incredible like, uh, like oh, I have to stay at home and support her. When I win, she wins. I have to win so that she wins. I'm like, that's a great message. And I like the message, but... It, it it's no longer it, it seems like it's no longer like I'm sure the they're gonna fight as a family, but the message they're sending is just like, all right, like there is a powerful movement and for good reason for empowering women. It's very important and we need it, absolutely. But it seems like they're really, really steering in a direction just to steer in that direction. For instance, let's say we have uh, we have, we have a movie, uh just as an example, that that's that's like an all white cast and they have a script oh, every and everything. Movie? Yeah, like every movie, and, and 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 somebody was like, "Hey, let's make them all black, just for the sake of being black. Let's all let's let's also change the script to have black isms in there." And they show us a trailer of that movie, and it's like, "Wait a minute, you're putting all these black isms there because you have an all black cast now. Like now you're doing it just for the sake of doing it." You know, take for instance, really going far out to show Friends. The show Friends would work with an all black cast. You wouldn't have to change the script, but people in Hollywood think you need to do certain isms just to draw in that crowd. You know what I mean? So that's what I think they're doing with The Incredibles, which, again, the movement is very important, but it looks like they're steering it in that direction for the sake of steering it in that direction. I think that's, and it's just going completely off topic, but I think that's why a lot of people from like our generation really kind of like liked and identified with Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Um, just because you can stuff anybody in those roles and you'll still find it funny, you'll still relate. You know, Absolutely. like, I. Sergio, we did those shenanigans up until like our early thirties, you know, like, <laughs> like, like, so, I mean, and that's, and you're right. It's like, it's it the way it's written or, um, when Greg, when you were playing, um, uncharted, that character that was made female, just be made female because they're like, it won't change the story. It won't do anything. Let's just make her female because you know, why not? It makes her more badass in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't but, change the story, which, and it, and it worked and she was a badass character in it. And I love that Naughty Dog at that panel said, we asked ourselves, will this change the story? No. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. But this I, is totally changing the story of them being I disagree, man. I mean, the first one was about Mr. Incredible. Let's, like, we've seen him do his own thing at the, the beginning, probably, like, the first two-thirds of that movie. Like, let's mm-hmm. see what else happens. It's called The Incredibles, not Mr. Incredible. Right, yeah, and just like I said before, like it ended up them fighting as a family and wanting to be as a family. So part two should them be as a cohesive family oh. unit, d- 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 just like how the the, the X Men movies they're all like, oh, I don't know how to use my powers. In the end, they all know how to use them. And the next movie, you want to see them proficiently use them. So in part two, I thought they'd be like, oh, here's a family working as one single cohesive unit. How how amazing would that be? But it seems to be what they're selling us. And again, this probably won't be the final product because it's just a trailer. They're selling it more on it's Elastigirl's turn, you know. Oh, maybe I guarantee. Incre- maybe Incredibles three. It's going to be one of the kids' turn as the main character. Maybe that's what they're doing. But that doesn't seem that way. I, I guarantee there will be there will be you'll get your fill of some full on uh, family action smackdown going on. Yeah. That sounded so wrong. Yeah, that was really weird. No, yeah, whoa. I will, I will not retract my statement. No. A family that plays together stays together, guys. 
as, as long as Incredibles 3 has future Jack Jack as like a cable bishop inspired entity that is like oh. super beat up and badass <laughs> and missing an eye and maybe He's Peter Petrelli. Yeah, from oh, the Peter, future. Peter Petrelli. <laughs> no, Peter Petrelli. I get jokes. Uh, also, I'm watching Parenthood again with Craig T. Nelson. Oh, so God. basically, why, the entire why do you hate yourself so much? I love Parenthood. It's great. Anyways, yeah, I was like, just the entire time I see Mr. Incredible, I'm just like, I hear you. And I see it. Mm-hmm. Like you've been on the show. Anyways, mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. The end. Dave, what do you got? So in other news, we have more stuff from Pacific Rim 2. So recently, as of today, the IMAX trailer dropped. Um, showed us a lot of what we've seen before and showed us a couple more spoilers and things and probably gave us more of a a small more of a bit of a view of like the other robot they're fighting in like the frozen land wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um we got to see some funky, what's it called, um, kaiju regeneration, which I was hoping not to see how it regenerates and what it turns into. I thought that was kind of mm. BS, and because they didn't show it in the first trailer, and all of a sudden they showed it in the trailer these other little tiny kaiju running into them and making them much bigger and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm like, we didn't need to see that. Like, well, I mean, like, what would you think Rita Repulsa's wand was going to shoot from space and it was just going to grow? Yes, yes, that's, oh, that's exactly what I was gonna wanted, I'm sorry, that's not. You know what happened? Yeah, but at the same time, like you want to go into the theater and just yeah. be surprised. Like you want to see that in the theater, and and like it's like it's like Hollywood marketing really wants to sell everyone in every single movie. It's like, hey, here are the good parts of the movie. Ah, have at it. I want I want to be surprised. And you know yeah. what? This is one of those movies that they don't really have to sell it. People are gonna go watch it. Yeah. You know, they don't, there's no need to show what they showed in the first trailer. They need to, they don't, there's no way that they showed like again in this trailer and like a little bit more of the show in this trailer it's like it wasn't necessary like i'm upset that i saw the other robot they fight you know it's one of those things i've been waiting for since the first pacific rim now i know it's gonna be in the second pacific rim and i'm upset it would have been better to be in the theater seeing him square up and it's like holy shit this is gonna happen finally my my dreams are coming true rock em suck em robots Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or like the massive, huge, like kaiju that just shows up and it's the size of three of them. It's like that would have been better seeing it in the theater, not in a fucking. Trailer. I thought I and saw like Goldar. I thought I saw robots fighting off in the other one, like very briefly. Yeah, I think there in was the like one? a shot or two, but yeah. this one you get you get a lot yeah. more. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, you get a lot more in this. Yeah, one. but like I already, I, I don't know. Maybe I just don't care about this movie as much as other movies. Well, <laughs> like the thing is that they also show like what the other Jaeger does more. It's obviously Gypsy Danger, that like the freaking like other robot they're fighting. Yeah, it's obvious. Like the one because like this one is not called Gypsy Danger. You call it something else. It's like Gypsy, Gypsy something safe. else. <laughs> gypsy warning. Gypsy safe. <laughs> No, I think it was like Gypsy. I think actually, I think it was like Gypsy Avengers, like some shit uh, like that. But it was like Gypsy, gypsy something. Avenger. That's and like the one they're fighting in the like in the Arctic, wherever they are, looks like it could be Gypsy, the original Gypsy Danger. Mm. I mean, so because it because it had the same sword thing, it had like stuff that came out of its chest. Like it's, you I know, mean, it's like again stuff we didn't need to see that we saw. That's like great. I mean, <laughs> robot on robot action. It's yeah. some people are into that kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. Dave. Some people pay good money for that. Dave. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like. There's some some things that when they get spoiled, I'm like, come on, are you fucking kidding me, really? And then like this movie, like I just see stuff, I'm like, yep, I already know. Like there's gonna be monsters fighting giant robots and giant robots fighting each other. If I saw the giant robots forming into like a mega robot Zord thing, then I would be super pissed off. I think that's the, that's that's the next trailer before that's the next release. trailer. That because yeah. you know there's gonna be a next trailer. I mean, that's the next. Sometimes these movies just save you money. That's all. 
or we're going to find out Idris Elba's alive. You know, like that's, they're going to throw that at us just because. They're all like he's alive. the one that's he's the one that started the whole them coming back over again. He he restarted yeah. the apocalypse, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna happen. Because like in a kaiju, he's piloting a kaiju. Oh god. Yeah, he's he is the kaiju. <laughs> him and him and this is a giant eater Salva. He's the kaiju <laughs> Zilla and Jax Teller is inside of him, controlling him. Jax Teller with uh, with Ron Perlman. <laughs> that's what's going on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Oh yeah, back to me. Back hey, to the game that we still don't think is actually going to come out, Kingdom Hearts Three, has released some new footage. Still says it's going to come out in 2018, but who knows whether that that's going to actually happen or not. However, uh, last time we saw Kingdom Hearts trailer for or Kingdom Hearts Three trailer, we saw some Pixar action with Toy Story. This time they're doubling down on that Pixar action by throwing us in some Monsters Inc., which is one of my favorites of the Pixar Dude. universe. Looks pretty oh, dope. Kukowski. They're all they're all monstered out. That's pretty cool. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, and also, they also have, uh, looks like the return of Marluxia from Chain of Memories. Mm. So, another fun big bad. That pink haired dude. Nice. There's a guy that comes into my job by the name of March, Marshall Wachowski. And every time we see him, we're like, Mike Wachowski! Ah! And he just yeah. goes with it. He's like, fuck it. Nice. Uh, That's a neat side story. This, uh, <laughs> this, this trailer was really dope. This trailer was really... I love it. That's where it went. Uh, this trailer, this trailer got me fired up. Oh my god! Yeah, like I absolutely yeah. love Kingdom Hearts, and it's coming out this year. Yeah, it is coming uh, out this year so with say. no delay whatsoever. No delays, <laughs> no more. Let's see what else. What else can we throw in here? It's also going to have a really cool statue for the Collector's Edition. What else can we throw in here? There's also going to be a parade in New York City for it. What else can we throw in here? A special but, uh, edition uh, lightsaber keyblade. Yeah, I was just saying. Oh my god! Don't play, don't play with me. Don't play with me. That's my dream. That's my dream for 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 this Kingdom of Hearts to have some kind of Star Wars reference because Star Wars, Marvel, Disney. Like I really want to have. Darth Vader throwing uh, like Wolverine as like a cannonball special, but does it like with the Force? So like, <laughs> so like you summon Vader, he uses the Force to throw Wolverine at your enemy with a cannonball special. Um, like, an Iron Man Keyblade would dream. actually be the dopest thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be sick. Are you yep. listening, Square Enix? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, oh question for you. Yo. At the end of the trailer, there was a dude with an Organization Thirteen. Um, like a uniform with like a yeah. Tron slash Kylo Ren looking fucking helmet. Do you have any idea who that is? Ooh. Uh, might might no. be a new dude ski. Maybe a new dude. Maybe, like, maybe a new dude ski. Because at first I was like, oh my God, is like, is Kylo Ren in there? Is that Star Wars? Oh, and then I, I went back and you I know like what? watched it. Yeah. It might be the dudes from, I have a feeling it might be some of the old school armor from like um, Birth by Sleep. Some like mm. the specialized mm. armor potentially. Mm. Um, I am actually still in the middle of playing Birth by Sleep. Um, I'm not going through it very quickly because, spoiler alert, uh, we had to play some other video games. And by we had to, I mean I very willingly played some more video games. Nice. Um, but um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that some of the crazy old, uh, like the old school Keyblade armor from back in like the Keyblade Wars and whatnot. Hmm. Nice. That helmet looked fucking Yeah, dude, awesome. when I saw the whole Monsters, Inc. thing in the doors, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, let's go. That's yeah. going to be amazing. Like, that's going to be amazing. Also, again, in this trailer, Sora, like, ne- like in the fight scenes, he, like, never touches the ground, like, at all. Yeah. He's just flying it's, through the air the It's whole insane. Time. It's insane what, what, what you can do now. They're like, all right, we're just going to fill up the whole screen with you doing stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm that's all fine. for that. You got it. Yeah. 
And it looks gorgeous too. Like this newer trailer, like uh, it was a bit more refined, like more of a closer to a finished product, and it looks so damn oh, yeah. good. Hell yeah! Like when you're out in in the in the Toy Story world, like in front of Andy's house, like there's like dynamic lighting, so it looks a bit more real. Uh, when you're in in the Monsters Inc. world, it's a bit it's a bit softer. It's oh god, they just I, I can't see what else they have. Like Ariel is a summon, like from the whole mermaid. I was just yeah. like, what? That's so cool. And and and, and Rapunzel. Like she like whips around and stuff. I was like, "What? That's sick!" Like, what else and is like, in here? Like, like who knew? Like this marriage of like Square Enix and Disney, like X amount of years ago, would be such a freaking amazing thing. So when it first, I think most of us when we first heard about it, it's like, "Oh, this sounds stupid." You know, like, <laughs> why do I want to play a stupid Disney movie? Then you play it, and it's like, "Fuck, this is awesome." Yeah, yeah. This yeah. should have been the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I can't. It stop should. Playing it, it really should have been. It just turned out to be a fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And the crazy thing is, I think they marketed like to towards like a younger audience, but like I don't think a younger audience would have, especially in the first one, gone through all the stuff to make the ultimate Keyblade. Oh, There's a lot yeah. of things you had to do, and it took hours to do that. And even in the second one too, you had to do a ton of stuff. I don't think like I don't think that'll go uh, well with the younger audience. I don't have patience for that. Well, do they still do they the, still shop at Hot Topic? I guess is the question. Always. But the theme Always. music, like simple and clean, and uh, oh, sanctuary, oh. like it's. Like Love I had to probably had several like burn CDs that had simple and clean on it. Yeah, because yeah, it's a Separate great song. Dude, just just hearing that theme, I was just like, huh. And all the different renditions, oh, okay. including the or- yes. orchestral. Kyrie. <laughs> oh God! I can't oh, wait for God. this game. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. other things that came out. There was a new Ready Player One trailer that hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. today, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm getting more and more pumped for this. Like the more I kind of see of it, as soon as like they kind of confirmed the VR world is going to be like completely computer computer generated, I was like, yo, okay, okay, that's like that's ballsy right there. That's pretty. They could have easily just like taken the shortcut. And the number one thing about this trailer that I love the most is we got Iron more Giant. Iron Giant. We yep. got so yes. much Iron Giant. It's <laughs> wonderful. No no real confirmation that I found in that trailer. I didn't really look on IMDb that Vin Diesel will will or will not, I don't know, do the voice of him. But he Ooh, fucking that'd better. That'd be so dope. All he's got to say is, I am Superman. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> I was, smi- I was it, smiling tears. the entire time watching that trailer. Like it was hard, like not like I saw it. Tw- I watched it twice. Yeah. Like for, like when you posted it earlier, and I was like, "Ooh, I gotta see this again." And just and time of smiling, and then we saw Master Chiefs running in yeah. there, like freaking about the wreck shit. I mean, it's it looks dope, yeah. <laughs> and it's cool too because in real world, it looks like there's some kind of like because I I don't know the book. There's like a, it's like a dystopian future. Yeah. There seems like he's building a rebellion inside of it. Um, in, inside of the game, but also outside too. He's like a, you see like a group of people with him. They're all getting into the VR. We have Ben Mendelsohn in here. I didn't know he was in here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Director, Director Krennic. Uh, question: Is Mr. Anderson going to make an appearance in this? Because this oh, literally just sounds man. like the Matrix. Yeah, like it'd be perfect if he did. It, it's 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 <laughs> like um like the whole like basic premise is it's kind of like the Matrix, but not like the like the VR world. The Oasis, what it's called, is not sentient in any way, shape, or form. But essentially, everything mm. just fucking sucks in the real world for poor people. So um, yeah, there's this dude who's like the book's equivalent of Steve Jobs, who just like created this thing, and instead of like charging like hundreds and thousands of dollars for it, he just gave it away for free. And like companies like kind of uh, went in and made it like <laughs> pay to win and did all these things and have all those. You like, hear that Blizzard? <laughs> 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 but um, like so like. What they did is if you couldn't afford to like get VR, a VR kit, 
you could pay like a dollar or something and get like a very standard one. So pretty much everyone in the world has it. And if the richer you are, the better stuff you have. Um, oh. And uh, the, the that's like the world and how it works. The premise of it is the the guy who created the VR, who's like the Willy Wonka of this whole thing, dies and leaves what he is called an Easter egg in the game. And if you find it, you inherit the whole of Oasis and all just of like will, just like the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with but but video games with video games uh, and, and thus I like references. that though. Thus like the theme that. song, Pure Imagination. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, Absolutely. that. It it, it 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 solidifies the whole thing and it brings it together. Just hearing pure imagination, it makes you want to wonder wander into that world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, the, the, this show was fire too. Like when when you see in the real world, like everyone's running around with the VR on. I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah, they're running in the real world with the headsets on, and they're putting their arms on. Their, but then they're also in the VR world, and they're all like like Spartans <laughs> from Halo. Yeah, I thought that was really dope. I was like, yo, that's so sick. They're all they're all essentially chief. They all look like like the chief model, and then you have like some of the vehicles from Halo in there. Um, I think I saw one of the tanks from Planet Side. There was uh, there, there's some characters from Overwatch in there. You have Tracer. Yeah. I think I think I saw Mercy. There's like something with wings that I saw in there. Uh, like the, that that ending like part of the trailer where you see this huge army come together. I'm like, holy crap! Who's in this? You'd have to like pause and like enhance. <laughs> I'm watching like 6K, 4K to really pinpoint who's in there. I'm sure there's some like. YouTuber somewhere just like, all right, here's our video breakdown. All right, you can tell us this is DeLorean because of the way it is. All right, thanks. Tune next time. Like, share, <laughs> like, subscribe. There's more stuff in here. Or like 80 things you missed in the Player One yeah. trailer. I, I just really <laughs> like that the main character's avatar looks like a super emo anime character because that's just like fucking he, perfect. Yeah, he really to, does. He's, he's he does. supposed to be like that kid who just like is a, like a little bit bigger than he maybe should be and like he doesn't have a lot of it's, it's like kind of like Peter Parker doesn't have like a lot of self-confidence, but when he goes into the VR world and he's like, he's a gunter and he's hunting things, then he's like super confident in the best. So Jet like, grind radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would just like look like that. It's fucking awesome. Um, and the final thing that we're talking about, Sergio. So we have uh, something that has a season two, which I didn't think we were going to get a season two, but we have a series of unfortunate events, mm. the Netflix series. Now, listen to our past podcast where we talked about it in depth. Uh, thank everybody who listened to that one and listened back to it again. But uh, I, you know what? I, Neil Patrick Harris is such an interesting guy because he can totally meld into a bunch of different roles. And he's so he's so goddamn charming in real life. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Why is this guy so charming? What's he got to hide? Investigate. <laughs> it's like some foxes. Funny. Investigate. He's too charming. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm actually interested in this one. Like, it looks like uh, I don't want to say the budget improved, but but um, it looks like it, it's there's a lot more stuff jam packed in here. Yeah. And like, I can't wait to see like what because in the first one you had all these like sort of mini stories, like when he took on the different personas and tried to get the kids. And in this one you have this as well. But it looks it looks really cool. I don't know. Like, what do you guys think about it? Jessica, I, I'm I'm really excited to see a friend of the podcast, Nathan Fillion. I'm just gonna say that right now. Friend, friend Nathan of the Fillion. podcast, Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. Nathan Fillion. With that awesome mustache that he's rocking, I got. <laughs> I remember I read a while ago that he was gonna be in season two, but I didn't. I we still don't really know what the capacity will be, but it's just, oh. it's just awesome. It's just great to see. Uh, uh, Captain Hammer and Dr. Horrible team up once more. Oh, oh my I god. Didn't even god. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even oh put one god. and one together. Yes. yes, that whole network right there. 
Oh man, I love those. Yeah. I'm really excited. I really like season one, and I'm I'm really excited for season two. I thought season one was mediocre, but oh, I loved it. there there's there's certain mini stories that, that I liked. Yeah. But uh, I mean, for, the, for the whole part, I thought I thought I did the job. I, I would say um, should, everyone should just definitely go listen to that podcast. But I think Neil Patrick Harris was was pretty <laughs> mediocre in that compared to like what we're used to with Jim Carrey, kind of. Yeah, because you. Yeah, you, you can't unsee or unhear Jim Carrey, and that's that's really probably what, what didn't sell it for for me. And also, Neil Patrick Harris is is Neil Patrick Harris, yeah. not for not for the whole first season. Okay, so let me just disclaimer: I think I saw more of Neil Patrick Harris in some of the characters he was portraying in the first season of a season of Fortunate Events, and that kind of took me out of it. But for some of the characters, it, I, I really felt like he he really sold to some of those characters. But for the sure. most part, I was like, oh, that's Neil Patrick Harris. We know Patrick Harris. But then when he got into certain of those characters, listen back to the podcast, uh, <laughs> I, I really think he did a good job, and he really like did like encompass this like wacky, weird character. And I was just like, oh man, this one's good. <laughs> like, oh, this guy, Wait, like, this guy's the, the Sean Connery sea captain that was my favorite that was good i like so that good. one i was like oh look what he's doing here <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm pretty sure the director let him like run with that like hmm, i like we just yeah keep going with that no, this one's really good yeah so in this one uh, i'll probably do the same thing he probably like really really stepped it up he has to do better than his first season and neil patrick harris always tries to outdo himself and he he works really hard and he tries to really really give you a good uh good bit of entertainment so i'm really interested to see what he's going to do for this one because i'm pretty sure he's going to try to show himself up oh yeah absolutely and if he doesn't it'll be a crying shame yeah. um Cool. So that's pretty much all the all of the uh, weekly events we have to talk about. Let's go ahead and alter the conversation to <laughs> did it. I nailed it. Nice to altered carbon. Um, mm-hmm. And to really get us warmed up and started up, we're going to have our very own Doc Chris give us a brief summary of the plot because he's the best at the brief summaries. All right. Here's how this goes. Yes. It is the future. All right. In the future, they have these things like the uh, microchips that are planted in the back of the brain or the back of the spine. And your essence and your consciousness gets loaded into the ship. Now, what this means is when your body dies, when it goes boom, no more, you can be reloaded into another body. We call that the sleeve. <laughs> yes. It's known as the sleeve. Now... That also means that even if you die, that does not mean you'll get out of your punishment for the bad doings that you do. It's not so great. (laughs) 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 So it means you'll go to jail for a very long time. Like 300, 250 years. No? Yes? Yeah. I don't even, I have literally no idea why I just went to a German accent. I don't know either because like, a character right. in here is German. I'm done. I, I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> done. All right. All right. So that's kind of the technology that we're dealing with. All right. There's this dude this kind of really ripped in both jacked and also he's got a whole bunch of scars in his body. Mm-hmm. Dude. He's anime ripped. Yeah. So he gets he gets woken up. He um, This guy wakes up. He had been a like basically like a war hero for the losing side of this giant war um and he's been imprisoned for 250 years he had been in prison for 250 years and he's not done with his sentence but this really rich dude um has hired him uh to investigate his own murder so this rich guy um pays enough that he actually has his 
his consciousness backed up every two days. And what happened was uh, one day he was awoken. He had to be restored from a backup and he's missing two days worth of his life. And he wants to know kind of who killed himself. So basically like, death is no longer a th- is it's pretty much no longer a thing uh, unless someone actually shoots you in the head or, or, or severs that little chip. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what the, that's the, the baseline of the story is this, mm. we call it, the guy he's called an envoy, um, who was the prisoner that now has to, um, investigate the death of this rich dude who is not really dead. I, I kind of like, like, I like Joel Kinnaman and everything, but I kind of wish they just kept the Asian guy the whole time. Cause that's the Asian guy from, uh, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I was thinking that. I was just like, wow, they, they totally whitewashed yeah, this. They, they should have. <laughs> it it would have been better if they yeah. unwhitewashed it. Like, he started out as a white dude mm-hmm. and then. Actually. Up, yes? No? I was like, I actually did like, I was like, because I didn't know, I didn't know there was like a series of books beforehand, like at all until like. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a series of books beforehand, like at least like three of them that were like came out. Like, well, one of them, the first one came out in 2002. And it was the same thing in the book. Like, he was like reawoken into a whole entirely new body that was not his race. And it was like fucking with his head pretty much. He's like, I'm my body's gone. It's been 200 years. I have my body. I will never go back to my body again. Now I'm stuck in this guy. Um, in this guy. That, yeah, and, so and it, that's, that's what it seems like in the show. And that's and it follows the same premise pretty much, um, which I think is genius because they can have any actor play him in any in any season. Yeah. And this guy needed to win after Suicide Squad. Joking to me. Well, and he did. Yeah. I, this like, is Katana. I, Don't get struck by her. This is Katana. Uh, <laughs> he, that guy needed a win. So I guess and the question. And I, I, I think he's winning right now with this show. Yeah. Y- you do? Uh, Ooh. Oh, I mean, oh, we're going to get funky? Let's get funky. So I, to be perfectly honest, I only watched mm-hmm. the first two episodes of this because I could not stand this show. Oh, it gets, it gets really? a lot better. I, wow. I I agree. I watched Ugh. the first one, and uh, I was watching it uh, with my sister, and we were we were both bored. We were like, uh, she she was like, "Do you want to keep watching it?" I was like, "I can't, I can't." And then I I, I re-upped it again, and the more I went into it, the more the world came alive, mm. which is why I, I think uh, what, I, what what Greg was saying. I, I loved it immediately because it reminded me of the whole heavy metal magazines from like back in the day. The heavy metal, oh. like, um, like like graphic yeah. not graphic novels, but yeah, literally magazines. Because there's always at least one fucking story that was like this. A dystopian future. Very like like cyberpunkish, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's like the guy has a robot detective or, or like a robot partner or some shit like that. Lots of boobs, lots of blood. Like something <laughs> I shouldn't have been reading at my age of like nine. Um, but it explains a lot. Like it, it just caught me like it caught me right from the beginning. Like just it just got me just because the world looked cool. And again, like this guy looks jacked like anime jacked. Like not just yeah. big and cut, but like we're talking Super big. Saiyan three minus the hair. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know he was like that big in Suicide Squad. Like, Gerard Butler Jesus is fuck. jealous of this man. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and I just liked the idea and premise. So from the get go, it caught me and just it goes, it goes not safe for work really fucking quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, that was part. Of, so I one of the reasons I didn't like it is I felt like it was like Blade Runner, but minus. Minus the really good cinematography, yeah, um, and just like way it tried, over, it tried really hard, uh, but and you can tell like, it almost had the same angle, like right in the first episode when he's sitting in the car and he's talking to uh, um, Ortega, Ortega. Yep. Or Ortega, and and it has that same angle where it looks like it's a girl pose strapped to a futuristic car, and you're seeing this dystopian future in the background. I'm like, yep. that's oh, they like the same shots in Blade Runner. Yep, I also saw that same shot in Fifth Element. <laughs> 
Uh, except that yep. it was actually a really fun vibe to it as opposed to <laughs> this dreary ass shit. And then they went, oh, know how we're going to distinguish ourselves? We're going to throw lots of nudity into this one to make those people really excited. <laughs> Lots of nudity and lots of right off the bat, which also turned me off. Like they started going into like, this is our future. These are our rules. This is our society lives. Like they're talking about sleeves and discs. And I was just like, okay, way too quick. I never thought I would, I would say that. I know. Okay. They're treating their audience like they're smart. Okay. That's great. But it was all way too much, way too quickly. Like he got unfrozen. He's just like, where am I? What's going on? Is is this, is this Judge Trent? Is this, is this not Judge Trent? Is this a demolition man? Am I, was I unfrozen like Demolition Man <laughs> slash Judge Tread? I'm like, I'm getting all these different vibes. And they're, and he's just like, what am I? Give me a mirror. We can't give you a mirror. Give me a mirror. I'm a white guy. <laughs> yeah. I was an Asian dude. What the hell? And then he gets in a car with this police officer. And she and he's all like, oh, in the future, we have discs and stuff. People can love And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> they're giving all those. They're just like downloading all this information right into your brain, right? at the forefront of this whole thing because they want you to get it and they want the show to start going and they want you to run into uh, the rich guy who kind of made this all happen. Uh, what's his name? The dude Bang, from The Bang, Following. Bang, the following yeah. J- James Purefoy from yeah. The Following. I was like, oh, Tim, he's so good. That he show was. needed another season. The Following? Yeah. Uh, I think it went out on, I think it went out before it got stale. It's also the most violent show on network that was ever on network television. Real talk. Really? Dude, that show was rough and awesome. It was really good, but on, on television ever? Oh, man. Well, like, I, like network I, television? I have never seen... Like, that show must have the most amount of throat slits, like, of any television show. I would say, Damn. like, it's up there with Game of Thrones with the amount of people that get just, like, decapitated. It's crazy. <laughs> and, it and, for those, and for those who know, like, like add the following to your watch list. It's a really good yeah, show good. about a guy who's, who's in charge of a cult. And he's really smart, and Kevin Bacon tries to get him. He's, he plays like a hard-boiled like ex-cop or recent cop, something like that. No, anyway, he's a, he's a real cop. Yeah, yeah, like he tracks him down. It's like like a cat and mouse game, and he's always like outsmarting him, and then like a whole bunch of stuff happens. But add that to your watch list. Anyway, back to Altered Carbon. Uh, <laughs> I, I, the, the more the more I watched, the, the more the more I liked it. I did agree with Chris at first. I couldn't do yeah. it. I thought it was just plain cookie cutter. I thought it was just like, you know, you go to a restaurant to get some good food and, and you turn out it was microwaved. I was yeah. like, why is this microwaved? I came out to eat. Like, what, what's going on yeah. here? Yeah. I yeah. can't believe it's not Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> as the second character. Oh, my God. Like, so I, I, I got to give it to her. Like, I, that, girl's, that girl's damn sexy. My Martha Higareda, who plays Ortega, God damn. She was in a telenovela I saw years ago. Like, Where? years ago. Wow. Oh, shit. And I've never, and she's been in like many like films in Mexico, like in Latin America. Like she's done like a lot of different movies. But when I saw a telenovela, I'm like, she's fucking hot. And you know how they, <laughs> how they, like they grow these girls on tree, like trees for like, like the Mexican soap operas. And I've been waiting a decade, Sergio, <laughs> a full fucking decade to hopefully see her naked one day. And this fucking show did it. I rewatched that dreams. sex scene at least five times. His dreams, God damn it, dreams came true. What you do you want? His like, dreams unabashed. No, I, I, I fully, I fully understand because those telenovelas, grab- those telenovelas have the hottest women on the planet. People think like American soap operas are like have like a hottest like like grown from a laboratory kind of. No, Watch no. the telenovelas; they have like the hottest women on the. And planet. she's only like she's only a year older than me. I remember I graduated from high school. I saw the telenovela. I'm like, wow, she's fucking hot. She's, she's 34. Her, her name is uh, Martha Elba Higareras. Mexican actress. 
Yeah, and she's gotten better with age. Like she looks better now than she did ten years ago. And like she she was gorgeous. And 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 her oh my god, her acting skills are crazy too. I would never yeah, have guessed she came really from good. like a telenovela because like the way like you can feel her pain. Like, dude, like sure. right off the bat, you feel her pain. Like when when it, she was having a conversation with her mother, her mother's just like, "Oh, like your place is a mess. Like you're waiting for somebody to come home and clean this." Someone yeah. that I'm like, "Damn, yo, this is good." Question about that that scene. Um, yeah, because I have so like I keep switching between whether I have subtitles on or off. So I actually turn them off right before that scene. Um, and there was no subtitles oh, really? uh, when I watched it. I don't know if it was just a glitch of Netflix, what have you. Um, but I'm 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 wondering if you guys had subtitles on there or not. And I thought it was yeah, yeah okay. Um, I actually really yeah, I liked watching that scene and not having subtitles. Because you could kind of understand what the conversation was without it, without it being like, oh, by the way, Western audience, we're going to spoon feed this to you, as opposed to, yeah, you, we should all probably know Spanish um, mm. and make me feel dumb for not not knowing that. Oh, there are moments that weren't subtitled? Yeah, I, I think I think it was literally just that um, they programmed in the subtitles, but I had turned it off right before that scene, so I think it was trying to catch up. In the, so there was no oh. subtitles when I watched that scene. Um, mm. And I actually thought that, I was hoping that that was an intentional decision and that that would have been just a really cool moment. Um, but apparently it's not. And my Netflix just fucked up. And <laughs> I, I do like it in regards to subtitles that um, that when she was talking to her partner at the precinct, like he, he was speaking in some form of a, a Arabic from the, from the Middle East and she was speaking in Spanish and they understood each other. Yeah. I was like, because in the future, like language isn't a thing. <laughs> I like that. Nice. It's Cloverfield like a, paradox. Like a, like a thing. Yeah. It's great. It's good. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it was like kind of a similar thing with everyone. Like it took me two episodes to get into it. And I had to watch the first episode three times. Really? <laughs> I kept on stopping. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. And I was like, no, nah, I probably should watch it. And then I finally just sat down and I was like, I, re- I got, I think I just like sat down with the dogs. The dogs were on top of me. And I was like, I can't move. I'm trapped. The controller is like beyond my reach. So I just let it go. Um, <laughs> I ended up digging it. Joel Kinnaman for me, I enjoy him as an actor, but I watched The Killing and that was the first thing I ever saw him on. And that's all I can see is this character on there uh, whenever I see him, which is just like this super skinny um, dude going like done with rehab and just kind of shady. And you don't know if you can trust him. No matter what he's in, I always hear his accent from that show. (laughs) Period. So there's that. And um, I do really like I can't remember that uh, Asian guy's name. Um, but I, whenever I see him like in doing voice acting stuff, he does a really good job. So it kind of took me out of it when I, lo- I was staring at him. I was like, who is that? Why does he look so familiar? So I did a quick little, uh, little Google search and found out this is a dude from sleeping dogs. And I was like, yeah, all right. Oh, is that yeah, who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yo. Who, um, uh, what's in Kovacs? Kovacs. I don't know. Kovacs. Yeah. That's, that's the, his OG body. That's him for Sleeping Dogs. Yo, that's so dumb. I didn't yeah. know. Yo, like anyone who hasn't played that game, add oh, that dude, to your it's list. Fucking awesome. Such mm-hmm. a great game. Such a good damn mm-hmm. game. It, it's uh, GTA <laughs> mixed with Arkham Combat is what I'll what I'll kind of say. And it, it never, never lets up. And you get to wear a Bruce Lee's Bruce Lee's jumpsuit if you unlock that. It's fucking great. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> fucking great. Um and they even had, had a DLC where you went to like a Bruce Lee like island and everything. They had like a tournament. Oh, I didn't get that part. Yeah, really? dude. And and and, and, when, and when you got to that island as a part of the, the, the DLC, it turns all seventies film grain That's and everything. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's dude, and, and 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 that and that whole DLC has like a little story and everything. Like like you get poisoned and stuff, you have to like fight and it, it's crazy. I was like, yo, this game is amazing. Yeah. Um 
it didn't really hit my, I guess I didn't hit my stride with it uh, until I met my favorite character, uh, which was Poe, the oh. sentient AI oh. hotel. That yeah. dude. Why was, wasn't like that Poe. Alan Tudyk? That. <laughs> it should have been. It should have been. It totally should have been Alan Tudyk. Um, that, that character was just great. It's just like a little. Yeah. I, th- I think they over-exaggerated like the crazy ex-girlfriend mentality that they kept on saying for AI hotels why no one saves her anymore. Yeah. yeah. And he ended up being like a really, really great asset and just a cool Well, I, I think that's like the point of it where it's like just like a, a stereotype for AI hotels. They're like, probably not really like that, but people are like, they're, they're obsessive with you, blah, blah, blah. And really, they're just like, chill. Yeah. 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 Was, um, did the whole Poe thing actually pay off later? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He he became so many a, a good pretty ways. big. Like at first he was just no, like the, the, the the pet. The fact I was gonna say the fact that it was Edgar Allan that that the theme was oh, Edgar Allan Poe. No. Okay. Not really. No. No. But his character okay. was pretty integral to like the, the yeah. Big I believe that at the end. Um, cool. And sad too. Yeah. Like like of, of all of all the crap that happened in that that show. Like his was like maybe the most sad what happened to him. I'm like oh ooh I'm actually gonna cry. Oh God, not Poe. Because the way he goes is just so bad. Well, like, I guess I'm kind of thinking about it. You could probably stretch it into a reason why it was like around Plum, not just to be weird. Because kind of what happens also, with Lizzie. What year is this supposed to be in? I don't know. 250 like, years past when he became, when he stopped being Asian. Right. I'm seeing this is like a couple thousand years in the future. Easy, yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. does anyone care about Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe that far? In the <laughs> well, that, that might be like the 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 thing though. It might just be like, oh, I finding this like random. It's like when like a hipster finds like a random like Greek god or something like that, yeah. and they're just like, yeah, Apollo, call me Apollo. But it's like, shut up. What do you even know? And they don't really actually. Know that's anything. a badass name. I'm gonna call you Apollo, Apollo. from now on. Thanks, Apollo. That that'll the that'll be really god. handy for the Creed two episode. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> um. Ultimately, like this, this kind of disappointed me at the end. I had the same feelings as um, Luke Cage, where I I got really into it, and then I just stopped caring at the second to last episode. And I was just like, (laughs) I know what's gonna happen. Who cares? Your sister's crazy. She's controlling everything. What the fuck? I don't care. I I can see her boobs. I guess that's cool. She has some nice nipples. She um. Thank you, Dave. She. Wasn't she in she Dollhouse? She was in Dollhouse. She's in a lot of Joss Whedon yes! things. Yes! I fucking knew it. Um, which is where I, I know her from. Again, Alan Tudyk. Just Alan saying. Tudyk should have been in. He was Nathan <laughs> Fillion. Just replace them all with the Firefly cla- cla- uh, cast. Yes. It'll, be, it'll be good. It'll be a good thing. I mean, she kept on saying Firefly in there like 80 fucking times. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, ultimately, let's just kind of boil it down because we've got to move on to Shadow of the Colossus. Um, would you guys recommend this to other people to watch? Oh hell yes, yeah. yeah. Especially if they were fans of heavy metal back in the day, absolutely. It, it did have like a Ghost in the Shell kind of vibe to it. I will say that it did. Mm-hmm. And and I would I would say before Chris says anything, like yes, it it starts off a bit it's like you so think it's gonna be like every other show. It like just Greg says it starts off slow, but like 
just keep keep watching it. Keep mm. watching it. It's it's very interesting, and the actors do a really good job of portraying the dire situations that they're all in. You have characters who are, are fighting to rebel. You have characters who are fighting to fit in with the upper echelon. You have all these different layers, and it's it's really it's really it's really interesting. If you like, if you're a fan of sci-fi, I think it's a nice in, enjoyable sci-fi thing to watch. I've actually been craving something sci-fi to watch, and and I was just like, oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this show's actually actually pretty pretty good what i was gonna say is what i've been asking people when people say oh you started watching this uh is i say do you did you like blade runner and if the answer is yes it's like one of my favorite movies then you absolutely should watch this show because it definitely like fulfills that need Mm -hmm. um again blade runner i couldn't really watch it a whole bunch of times like desperately trying to like it and that's not just not my jam um so i do understand why someone would like this show it's just not my cup of tea so absolutely you like those kind of like dystopian really atmospheric um sci-fi stories um this is all you should you'd be all about this show there's a positive spin on my negative attitude (laughs) (laughs) a lot of clever like a lot of clever like greek mythology stuff hidden in it also which is kind of cool sure yeah um if there's a season two what would you guys like to see in it Ooh. Ooh. a well-lit room ah ah uh see season two um let's see here i mean i i, I didn't it didn't uh we'll watch till the end of this but like maybe like a different different main character maybe somebody Ooh, else who comes world. out maybe this could be a altered carbon could be like a like a like a cinematic well, universe well tv it, cinematic it, it, it is because there's like again there's like three books yeah. of it and just mm. the way it ends it could easily the same character but in a different body yeah. do, do, now do the three books have different characters or the same guy same guy ah uh, uh, yeah I mean, so the, the, ultimately, um, very briefly, Chris explained the world. Um, Joel Kinnaman's character kind of solves this mystery in a really lame way. It's just like he solves it twice, but like lies the first time just to like, you know, like have his sister get off his back a little bit. And then he actually solves it. But he bo- does it both in like a Sherlock Holmesy, everyone watching him kind of like way, which I didn't really like. Um, mm. But he... Finds out his sister's just absolute, absolute evil douchebag. Uh, she's been manipulating everyone pretty much from the start. Takes her down uh, right before he takes her down. Finds out that um, his lover, who is also the head of the rebellion, is actually alive out there um, in in the form of her disc. Her what happened was when her stack, yeah. Uh, what happened was. When he thought they both died in a horrible, horrible accident trying to get away from the military, it turns out the sister just kind of killed her, the lover, and faked her own death. So and betrayed the entire envoys in a freaking yeah. like, it's like um, a event horizon type of just horrible. tearing himself to pieces type of yeah. shit. So I, I think season two is going to definitely have this like search for his lost girlfriend, which is not going to be the best, but <laughs> I think it, I, that's what it is going to do. I would love for there to be another AI hotel, maybe with another literary theme. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> maybe make it a lady hotel. That'd be cool. I'd be down with that. Who would play? Uh, who would Sylvia, play Platt? Uh, Sylvia Platt. I was going to say Jules, Jules Strait, Jules State, you know, from Firefly. The, the mechanic from Firefly. That's what I would say. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. It's a Firefly hotel. Firefly hotel or Charisma Carpenter. That's what my final answer. Charisma Carpenter. All right. Get her in there. I love it. I love it. Um, 
Cool. Right on. Let's move on to Shadow of the Colossus. Um, oh, man. Shadow yeah. of the Colossus. So for those who don't know, yes. all right, this is one of the greatest games ever made. And and even the story itself, it, there's so much mystery surrounding it. So basically, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, you play this guy, this boy, this, this wanderer. Okay, and he comes from this distant land. Okay, and he comes into this what looks like, and you can assume is a forbidden land. It's very barren when you come into it. Um, the pace he comes from is very lush, very green. And as he goes further and further uh, out with this girl on his horse, you see it become less lush, less green. And there's this huge, gigantic, long bridge to this like huge castle-looking thing, and it's just like desert and barren so you're like hmm he's leaving all that lush green forest and everything and going into this land like what's going on here so he crosses this bridge very slowly with uh with this horse and with this girl and you're like oh man so it looks like and you kind of have to piece it together it looks like this boy goes to this temple he has this girl who's unconscious and he's trying to revive her is it his family member is it his lover i want to assume it's like the princess he wants to save the princess so he lays her down and and he kind of prays to to the god or gods there and uh it seems as if he knows of their mythology and he's like hey are you there i need your help and and the god or gods is like yes we're here like what's what, what's what's going on and he's just like i need you to save her like i you you're the ones who are supposed to be our saviors can you can you do it like i'm not supposed to be here but i'm here because this is the last resort and and they're like oh we can we can do that for you but first you must slay the colossi that roam these lands. These are formidable foes, and if you do this, we will help you. And you're like, all right, I have no choice. I I kind of get the idea that I wasn't supposed to come here. That this place is cursed. This is cursed. That is cursed. <laughs> but let's go. You hop on your horse. You hold your son up. You hold your sword up to the the sun, and oh, it guides God, a yeah. beam of light. To the first monster, the the uh, the gods tell you like hold up your sword and it'll show you where where to go. And this game is amazing. It's all boss battles, and all you do is climb and scale these gigantic like levels, these mini mini little levels. And then these colossi have these insignia on them, and they're weak spots. You got to stab them, and you have to kill them. And after killing each one, something happens. Like their essence or spirit kind of Consumes violently. You violently envelops you and consumes you and and each time you're like oh man like what's what's happening here and you don't know what's going on you kind of have to piece together in your mind and you wake up at the temple and the god says good good now for the next one and every time you're standing in front of the girl like all right let's that was very violent let's go for the next one and you're like oh god <laughs> but oh man this this game has one of the best orchestral soundtracks oh yeah ever oh. heard in a video game oh my god if you if you want to feel the hype of an orchestra <laughs> play the soundtrack for shadow of the colossus it is amazing and uh i, th I think chat saying there's 16 was up snipes yeah yep. 16 16? Or, yeah. 16? Oh, okay 16. yeah 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 Oh my God, guys! Like Shadow of the Colossus. Now, when you first played, it came out on the PlayStation Two, but now mm -hmm. we have this from the ground up remake. They, I guess, they feel like each generation of gaming needs this game, right. and I'm so happy it came to this current generation. And I was watching behind the scenes thing where they redid the character models from the PlayStation Two. Oh yeah. So it's not just like, oh, let's put some HD textures, which is kind of what they did for the PS3, but they really remodeled all of them and everything, and uh, it's it's 
gorgeous. Like, which would you guys like the th- th- think of this game? Uh, I never played the first one or like the first release mm-hmm. of it, I guess you would say. Um, so I was super hyped because like I heard hear nothing but good things from you, Sergio, specifically about this game. And I was like, all right, it's coming out. It's got like the great graphics. I don't have it's only 40 bucks. Like, I don't have any excuse not to get this game. Um, and the first time I, pl- I popped it in, I actually uh, I streamed it over on my channel and I didn't have the HDR. I didn't have any of that. And like my breath was just taken away. I was like, this game is gorgeous. You can see just for miles and it's just me and my horse. And it's, it was just a great time. And then I started taking down the Colossus and I started kind of getting a, a hand, a feel for it. Uh, at first, I didn't like the whole yeah, R2 to grab mechanic until I scaled the Colossus. And I was like, this is, this is fucking necessary. This is the greatest mechanic to ever come out in the history of mechanics ever. Um, and I just, I had nothing. I'm actually, I have the last Colossi to beat who is driving me up a fucking wall. Um, but <laughs> it's just, it's just a great time. I, I, some minor complaints with it. I keep on fighting the, my biggest enemy in this game is the camera. I keep on fighting that goddamn camera. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, it's very jarring at first. And when, when I, when I picked it up the, on the PlayStation four, which is the only place you, you can get it's exclusive. Uh, I had to re- readjust to the camera. Yeah. It, it's, it's not, it's not as intuitive and it's not in line with, I'm gonna say modern games because it still kind of has that 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 older older kind of they kept some stuff from the older right. game and oh, it, yeah. it was a huge adjustment. I was just like, oh whoa, what? Uh, okay, uh, all right, okay, we're good. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. yeah, there's interesting things yeah. that they do. I mean, one great thing that is a huge improvement on um, on the previous ones is there is a special attention to depth and lighting effects in this game. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys noticed, but as you run, so and this is also one of the best horses in in any game is is Argo, your your, your counterpart. Um, is if you are running across a plane, as you speed up, um, the camera actually zooms out for one thing. Yeah. So you can see a lot more. So the faster you go, you can actually see a lot more of the the scale. And while there is kind of the the somewhat free floating camera. Um, there is also the option that once you find a Colossi, um, you can hold L2. It will actually focus on the Colossus, yes. which is one good to know where the Colossus is. However, once you do that and you hold it down, it becomes really disorienting to figure out where you're going. Because now that you're focusing on the Colossi, you're not actually seeing where you're going, where what direction you're, you're moving in, um, which is, while it is disorienting, it also kind of adds to the chaos of what you're doing. Um, the same thing when you're climbing on the Colossus and you start shaking you around um, and you start moving around just mm-hmm. so slightly, you're getting flailed. It really makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm being I'm being tossed yes. around in this game. Yes, yes. yes. And it, and it's and it's and it's so damn cool. And I love that feeling because like you get this huge, huge, grander like feeling. I mean, you fight the first claws and it's cool, like oh, neat, all right, neat. But but like right in the beginning of the game, you have to go in the water circle up to this tall spire and then you see this huge colossi with with like this like hammer like long looking hammer thing yeah. on it on its arm and and once you scale that and I, I love how you have to break that guy's armor and each one is colossi you have to fight them a certain way or get their attention or do yeah. something and they're so unique like, like like that guy i really like and and i forget his name but you have to uh the basically um Gaius. Gaius, yeah, his his, his name's Gaius. You basically have to stand on this like metallic disc in the middle of this spire, and you have to get his attention. And he slowly raises up his arm, and you have to let him 
come down on you and just like run and uh, jump out of the way and his, hand, his arm slams down on this metallic plate and a part of the cuffling on his arm breaks off and you're like, all right, I'm going up that arm and I'm getting that ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when I was shooting, I was just like, oh man, I remember this. And and the scale of it all is crazy because when that arm is up in the air and it's coming down on you, it looks really slow, but as it comes towards you, it gets faster. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> It's the Doppler effect, but visual. <laughs> yes. Which brings me to, do you guys have a favorite that Colossi? That one is actually my favorite. Guys, this is my favorite Ooh. because um, actually uh, Adam was watching me stream that one. I found out his weakness by accident. I just happened to be standing on the metal plate and he came down oh, and no way. off and I just like saw his armor crack off. And like yeah. I had just like almost like, I don't know. Naruto Goku goofy moment where I was just like, oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> and then I like to like fucking run up his little like sword and I just latch on for dear life. And uh it was it was such a cool moment. Like that dude was was really, really cool. Um I think that was also the easiest one I took down, in my opinion, which mm. I also really appreciated. But it like Yeah, it's like the second or third one. Yeah, yeah, it was really, yeah. really, really yeah. easy. I was cool. So you don't really notice how high up you are until like you're on like his head or his back, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like until I'm you really fall. high up. <laughs> yeah, until you fall, and you're like, "Whoa, that sucks." Yeah. Uh, Chris, you have a favorite one? Um, I would have to say it's probably the one with uh, the the one with like the teeth on his head. Um, you're in the water, you're swimming around, um, and it's oh. really freaking difficult to figure out what you're supposed to do. It almost looks like a, a lobster. Oh yeah. Um, and the tough thing is <laughs> trying to figure out what to do, and you know. The majority of these boss fights, the, what takes you the longest time is figuring out what to do. Once you know what to do, it's pretty quick. Um, so I remembered majority of what these ones were. This was one I struggled with a little bit. Yeah. I was like, how the heck do I get on top of them? Do I jump on? Do I climb up to this little like temple that's hanging out in the middle of the water and then jump at him when he comes there? Um, but you actually have to swim underneath him because um, you can swim underwater faster than he can turn. Climb up his back. And then he's got these like teeth on top of his head. And when you hit the teeth with their sword, it'll actually guide him in that direction. So you have to drive the Colossus over to these temples where you jump onto the second story. And that's when um, that's when he's going to reveal when he kind of raises up to reach you. That's when he reveals his weak spot. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, a really, really cool sequence that I, I love water sequences. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love that mechanic too. That was called uh, Pelagi, a friend of those following I at know. home. And, uh, and and yeah, I like the mechanic of like get, getting to his crown and like hitting it and steering him towards the thing. It's like oh, it's such a good mechanic. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and uh, for, from chat, it's it's, it's funny too because everyone's just like oh yeah, like uh, just, just just like Greg, like uh, I kind of fiddled around with with that Colossus and like I kind of just on accident figured out you have to stand on that metallic yeah. plate. <laughs> well, that's a good that's a great level design because that that plate. Um, is actually right when you get on top. So right when you get to the top of that that area, um, it's one of the first the first things that you go to. Um, so that the whole idea is that you sit there going, "Oh dear God, what am I gonna do?" And then here comes the <laughs> hammer, and then you go, "Oh shoot, I should probably move." Um, and that's usually gives you an idea of of what to do in that instance if you time it right. And and and, and Pelagi is cool too because like the the water in this game is really creepy. It's like yes. really creepy. I don't know about anybody else. I mean, I don't have like thassalophobia, fear of water, anything like that. But like when you d dive underwater, which Chris said you you, you swim black. faster, there's yeah. nothing. It's yep. just black. And the, and then the, and this, you see the, the surface of the water. You see if the Colossus is up there, you can look up and see the landscape. But like down beneath, there's nothing, and it's oh, really deep. The electric like eel, infinitely deep. The electric eel one oh, is like the creepiest God. thing in the world. 
because it you is because it dives. I, I hate that's my <laughs> least favorite Titan. That took me yeah, way too I hate long. It be- I was like, come on, dude, <laughs> give me a fucking yeah. break. Like you're holding on to it as it's diving yeah. into the abyss, and you're like, ah, ah it's so dark. It's so un- <laughs> unapologetically dark. Oh I'm god. Die. <laughs> my favorite one is is uh, Avion, the uh, the flying one, like the first flying one that you face after the oh, horse. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and I love it. Be- and I love it because like it's so so. And I love the music in this freaking game. Everyone, okay, <laughs> everyone playing at home. Like you, you 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 shine your light. You hold up your sword. You you get to the location. You're in this broken down castle looking thing. You have to make your way through. You fall in the water. And you're swimming over to a pedestal, and you and you see him in the distance. He's perched, and you're like, "All right, how do I do this?" So, oh yeah, I have a bow with an infinite ammo. So you shoot it, and he turns around, and he flies up, and he and he just glides towards you. And you're like, "Okay, how do I? Full what am I doing? What am throttle. I doing?" It's like, wait, like his shoulder has grass on it. Oh no, I can grab on. And as soon as you grab on, the music is like, "Dan, dan, dan, dan," and you're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And you feel like Turn- you get hit by a bus when you jump on him yeah. too, because he hits. You I love that. Thousand suns. Oh my god, it's 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 like if you're jumping towards another building and your stomach just like Ugh, catches the ledge. As soon as that guy just flies in, lower towards you, try to fuck you, you jump on his shoulder, and it's just like, Dan! like turn up the volume when you play this game and you're fighting the colossi. Everyone playing at home, headphones right? or, or surround sound. Yeah. No, there's no other option. Yeah. Exactly. Like you have to. It's incredible. And every single one of these monsters, they have cues, musical cues too. Like like even the one at the end, like it's really oh my god, the music is really epic shit in the end. It's nuts. Turn <laughs> your volume up. What about the uh the other flying one with like the balloons? I fucking hate that one. Oh, that was cool. Hate that I hate I hate it too because like aiming at a horse. So like, oh, my 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 <laughs> second worst enemy in this fucking game, the bone arrow. <laughs> yes. Horrible. Horrible. Anytime that I had to use it, I was like, oh, no, come on. You're like, fuck me. Why? <laughs> I'd rather just like try to make myself the arrow and fling myself off of that goddamn horse. <laughs> like, 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 like the second Colossus, we have to shoot under yeah. its foot just to kind of, yeah. oh, man. Brutal. Yeah. That also has like, it has like infinite reach. If you let it extend all the way out, you can shoot across the like, like for like a yeah. mile. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, I have the power. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, the, the controls are interesting. Camera movement. Um, I, I, I would say it is, it's worth the price. Of I, I would say it is, but I would feel more comfortable recommending it at a $30 price point. Just, just before the length mm. of the game alone. Because it does rely well, on replayability with time team. trials and stuff like that. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of unlockable, like other unlockable weapons yeah. that you get that is based off of off of there, as well as there's collectibles like coins. I found a couple, uh, yeah. as well as something yeah. with lizards as yeah, well. Yeah, you have to bow and arrow the lizards, and uh, you can pick them up, and that's. Yeah, the, the lizards with with white tails will yeah. increase your either your health or your strength gauge. And there's apples on trees on every tree. You you bow those down, that'll increase. I think I think that increases your health. And then the lizards with only white tails, uh, you bow those down, the tail falls off. You pick it up and increases your grip oh. gauge. Interesting. I yeah. didn't know that at all. Yeah, so. that's a little um, from the PS2 era. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, when I was sure, she's like, all right, I'm looking around. I'm going to look crazy for a few minutes here. I got to look for a lizard with a white tail. All right, I'm chasing the white rabbit down the hole. I got to increase my grip gauge. Here we go. Yeah. That would have yeah. made this game infinitely easier. And funny enough, right in the beginning of the game, when you first see the temple, there's a tree there with a bunch of apples on it. What? Well, 
Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like right Fuck there. <laughs> you can you easily run. And I I love the 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 the, the, um, the field of view and the focus when you're running full speed on aggro. Oh my god. Yeah. It's just so it's so damn cool. The camera kind of pulls out. And it looks very cinematic, dude. I think Sick. the only thing I wasn't super super impressed of is, with is the actual the actual character that you play. His character model isn't like the yeah. best looking. It's not awful, um, but it's like we've seen we've seen better. He's kind of like uh, I don't know. Like I got like an androgynous vibe off of him, which I kind of don't. One hundred percent. It's David Bowie, but like <laughs> in Game of Thrones. It's David. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I mean, granted, there like his character model on PS2 wasn't that great so yeah. i guess they're like hmm, how can we revamp him i don't know he looks your face looks kind of puffy or whatever yeah. and I, don't know, I mean you you, you barely like kind of see him yeah. you know so like, when i'm playing yeah. yeah it's weird because even though you're playing as him i rarely see him i'm mostly seeing the colossi and like the actions that i'm doing more than like him well, himself. That's, that's like yeah. super interesting too is like him and his horse are the most bland character designs ever like the horse is a little like white diamond on its like its nose and that's it right but um, the Colossi are so, like, intricate in how they're designed. And, like, yeah. they have to, like, because they are the levels, essentially, the, the Colossi. Yep. So you have to build a path on how to get to each pressure point uh, and when they become active and, like, when you can't get to them and all this thing and, and make it look like an actual, you know, like, living, breathing thing. Like, that was just, I think it's very interesting kind of detail that the, char- the main character is bland and these guys are just incredibly well thought out. And, and and it's incredible, like how, how much like you feel like for your horse aggro. Like like whenever I fall off a colossus or or do something, and and you hit the button to call for him, I feel like I'm fucking calling for him. To, oh like, like 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 he's yeah. your partner, but he's also like like your pet dog, and he's also like there to save Which you. Makes you know it when you fall off, just like really painful. At the oh end, my it does. Oh, because you go on this whole adventure, oh, and every time, and every time you need him, you, mean, you need him. You're like, I got I got to the part where you make the jump. I, I, and he oh, doesn't. All right. Are we talking about the ending? Let's talk this spoiler for me. Just t- let's talk about the ending because I'm, I'm gonna oh, beat this right. guy no matter what because now I have a vendetta. But we can't rob right. everyone of the ending. So, all right. So spoiler warning for anyone who hasn't done this: the the, the ending <laughs> after you beat. So after you actually beat the final boss, um, there is these group of like this group of of men that come to the temple and be like oh my god you've awoken you've you've unleashed this beast um you end up back at the temple and the god that you talk to actually bars your body and turns you into a giant shadow colossus Whoa. um at that time they then seal you into they actually sealed the temple so they uh they actually take your sword drop it in um, seals the temple all the kind of the colossus drains off of you and you get sucked into this well um, at that time you actually save your princess um, who awakens and with the assistance of Argo who you find out isn't actually dead which made me really happy because I was really sad that he actually died um, they walk over to this pool um, and in that pool she pulls out a child with horns out of this pool that you had gotten sucked into Fun fact, if you don't know, the name of the company that makes this is actually Team Ico. And the game Ico, ah. which is their first game, is about a boy with horns. who, yeah, a boy with horns. That actually does it. So, Chows of Colossus is actually a prequel, is actually a direct prequel to Ico. Hmm. So, how, how does Guardian forget into all this? Uh, I don't know, but it seems like there's know. very... 
the, the the guys, especially the guys that come and like to, to that come to stop you, um, they have a very similar kind of like art style to what you see in. I mean, all of everything you see in the world is a very similar art style. Um, but I don't know if there is any direct correlation mm. between those. Interesting. And, and it's funny too. In the end, like it's basically like surprise. All those colossi were actually one. And and they were all split from that one, and that's and they were all so so so, so like, like God demon, yeah, they were all they're all just like oh like surprise surprise we're actually tricking you to putting us back together, motherfucker! Oh, no! <laughs> yep. And you're like no, what the hell? <laughs> but the, the yeah, like just like you said, it's actually the promise is actually fulfilled, and the girl does get saved. It's really interesting. I'm just like, oh man, like that's it, it was such a weird ending, and I did feel like when when Agro like uh like because when you, I think it's when you go to fight the final Colossus, like you run over a bridge or something like that, and like yep. he falls, yep. yeah, and like and like it's like it's just you now. There's no more, no more. I, I dude, like er, like when that happened, every time it happened, I'm just like, oh man, like ah, the feels, the feels come back. Oh my god, because throughout this whole adventure, it was you and him, yeah, and and he like sacrificed took, took care himself. Of you. He throws he, you off of his yeah. back, yeah, to save you. It's it's crazy. Like I felt like like he he was more than just a horse. Like he was like like a being or something like that. You know, he's like he's like your buddy, your partner, and he's just like I got you, man. And like every time like like I fell and I would call for him, Agra. Like I felt like I was calling for him. And when he came to you, you're like, all right, let's do it, buddy. And he's just like, fuck yeah. And it's just like, whoa, how do we end up back in this temple? All right, we're going out again. Yeah, let's do it, <laughs> Agra. Like just the way he calls for him yeah. every time. Oh, uh, it, it it sends chills. So like when when he fell, it was just like when 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 Gandalf fell. He's like, "Fly, you fools!" Hi, you fools. The great thing about this game, also, like now now full disclosure, I don't have it yet. I wanted to wait until it got a little cheaper to get it. Now and even back in the PlayStation Two day, it's not only fun to play, but it's fantastic to yeah. watch. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, like watching on stream is fun. But when it first came out, my buddy Mike. Brought over my house. He played for me and two of my other buddies. And all we did every Friday night was watch this asshole play this game. Like, I never played it. I watched it played. Like, me and a couple buddies just got a bunch of so- a bunch of Pepsi, like, a um, bunch of pizzas, and just, like, went at it as this motherfucker yeah. battled, like, all the Colossi. And it still yeah. has that same feeling. I was watching random streamers play it, and it has that same feeling. It's like, I need a pizza. If I'm going to watch someone play this, <laughs> I need a fucking pizza. Um, but it's... Like you guys were saying, it's fucking beautiful. Like I didn't think anything could look nicer than than Horizon Zero Dawn. Like some of the backgrounds mm. we got, some of the sunsets, some of the sunrises. Like I didn't think anything could be more beautiful than that. And this game is it's is close. It's, it's gorgeous. It's not and as what's amazing about I'm it. I'm not going to say it's no. better. I'm not willing to say it's yeah, better. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. But I, 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 can't, I can't get over just like like the hair, oh, the, yeah. the the rocks, yeah. the it's just so like eye bleedingly like gorgeous. But every single thing, even like traveling, is a boss battle in this game. Like yeah. everything is a fucking challenge, no matter what you do, and it's it's good. I mean, it's a, it's fa- it's a fantastic game. Like no matter how you encounter, I really it. just wish that, that there was fast travel because there was a couple of times yeah. where I went the completely wrong fucking way, and it was a struggle. Yeah, but you got to yeah. No, at, at, at least at those like little like save points. Yeah, yeah. You know, like fast yeah. travel there, but but I kind of get why they they didn't. Do that. But there's yeah, nothing else to do. Better, but yeah. like like there's that's you ride out to it, and I mean you're talking about what three to five minutes worth of riding, mm-hmm. which I get is a lot, but there's nothing else to do in the game. 
You guys have gone back to those locations after you knocked down the. the yeah, process, I right? went back to uh, Chris's favorite one by accident because I was trying to get to the second to last one. And I was like, oh, it's his body. And I was like, I shall kneel on his corpse and consume his soul. It was like, oh, do you want to replay this? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> so absolutely. Like, years ago, that. someone made a YouTube video of like these people like backpacking in Peru or some bullshit like that. And they found like this ancient like ruin. And they basically like superimpose in the video like the first Colossus you fight. Like, oh, oh that's up. great. Yeah. But it was years ago, like. That's so great. Like maybe like when the game first came out for PlayStation Two, like before like anyone really had access to like any of this shit like we do now, mm-hmm. and it looked good. I mean, I haven't looked for, looked at it since, but no, it looked really good. Like, wow, you actually think it's a real Colossus in Peru? <laughs> that's nice. That's awesome. Um, how long did it take you guys to beat it? I don't know. Um, uh, hmm. This time around or originally? Uh, this time around. Uh, I can tell you I beat it in three sittings. Well, uh, originally. Uh, however, uh, originally it probably took me uh, it took me a couple weeks. So okay. probably like so this one I beat it in less than a week. However, again, the challenge of this game is to figure out what you have to do. So this time around, knowing what to do, it I beat it relative, relatively quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like I spent $40 in the game. Um do I think it was worth that for me who's already played it? It was gorgeous. I feel like I don't know if I got forty dollars worth out of it because I got went through it rather quickly. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't played this game and you do take the time to actually figure out how to beat each one, then absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um I haven't beat three it months yet. Three months. But <laughs> I'm on hour ten. Am I at the last boss? Something like that. So, ten, eleven. It's not. It's not. It's like a standard length kind of game. Um, I'll mm-hmm. tell you this though: when I Kill Giants comes out, I'm definitely coming back to this game. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. And, and it's funny. So, so someone was asking me, "Oh, how do you know when you're at the last boss?" I was like, "Oh, you'll know. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you'll, you'll yeah, know I, when you're at the last colossus." God damn. It is rough. Well, actually, it's not. Once you get up to him, it's not the worst. Uh, once you again, once you know what to do, is not what, the once, yeah, once you know what to do to get actually get up to him, yeah, and then actually get him. But like, it's, it's a crazy. beast to get up to figure out how do you actually get up yeah. to him. Ugh. And then when you get up to him and you scale him and there's certain things you have to do to take him down, it's just like, yo, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so I have good. one of those. I can't remember what yeah. cartoon it was, but like when I saw him, I just felt like some cartoon I saw back in the day where it's like my ears, like the cartoon character's ears were up, and then it gets gets thing towers over it and the ears just go like down and i'm like fuck how am i gonna do this and then there's ah. just fireballs on top of that and then they they're fucking heat seeking yeah. fireballs oh Dude, yeah. i remember when i first played this game i was like it throws fire this is what the hell is unfair <laughs> what the hell is this one it takes way too long to figure out that you can't just charge it dead on yeah. to like every other colossus yeah. They're, 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 they're speedrunners who have. Like, it's really, really, really precise, though. I yeah, there's, don't like a certain, you. there's a certain jump path you can follow, like, that to actually speedrun that one, crazy, and man. you can actually run down it. It's nuts. Like, you have Holy to God. actually follow a certain path and, like, jump and run and roll at a certain time just to do it. It's nuts. But, like, speedrunners have done it. And I, like, I've, I've, I've applauded them. I'm just That's like, nuts. wow. You guys, you bastards figure this out? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I, I think uh, in, re- in regards to, 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 to 40 bucks, I think uh, it was worth it. 
um, in the aspect of me owning the game. Not only that, but maybe further funding uh, this 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 studio to do yeah. more stuff. I mean, like I I love what they did. I mean, they basically remade the game from the ground up. And maybe if they come out with another one, you know, with, with different kind of colossi to make them more puzzly or something like that, to make them bigger, you know, you have different types, you know, like, uh, you know, instead of Shadow of the Colossus, it'll be like Warrior of the Colossus. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Did so you guys play War of the Colossus? Did you guys play Last Guardian? <laughs> What's that? Did you guys play Last Clash Guardian? Clash of the Colossus. Clash of the Colossus. No, I, I didn't play Last Guardian yet. I, I, I want to. I, I, just, I just never picked it up. It's, it's. I'm definitely going to play it. It's phenomenal. It like it. Uh, it takes a lot of the ideas and expand expands on it. It's literally what if the Colossus fought? What if a small Colossus followed you around and you had to solve puzzles with it? Mm. <laughs> um, it is a absolutely phenomenal game. Uh, even though I would say this one has better visuals than this because technically it's it's like a PlayStation Three engine that they pushed to the limits to PlayStation Four. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The animations of uh, Trico, who's the thing that follows you around, are incredible. Um, I it looks like a game though that you'll probably cry when it gets to the end though. Oh, one hundred percent. No, 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 no. Like, like, like throughout, like it's hard. It, the whole game is is just absolutely heartbreaking. Oh. Um, but it is. Um, it's 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 good. Don't worry about it. Like, it's good. It's all good stuff. But it's yeah, I was watching behind the scenes stuff, and the character model for for that creature yeah. is amazing. Like, it's it's so nicely absolutely. done, and it doesn't. Uh, so the, what's crazy is it's it's very AI, which means it doesn't always like you'll you'll ask it to do stuff because um, the whole thing it's it's basically a wild animal and you'll you'll call it you'll try to call for it and it doesn't always listen to what you want it to just do. like the horse um, fucking horse yeah so it's almost like it's almost like Nintendogs <laughs> that's funny like <laughs> like it, Nintendo's yeah but it's it's very actually it very much is like Argo where in this game this was the first game I noticed that when you call the horse over you jump on the horse but you're not controlling the horse you're controlling the character who is trying to guide the horse. Yeah. And it's a very similar mentality at no point you can jump on, on Trico to perform certain things, but um, you never have the ability to direct to, to actually control it and say, Oh yes. And now I'm Trico moving forward. It's the boy doing mm-hmm. whatever he can to try to communicate with this animal. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Hmm. So ultimately this game, Recommend to friends? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say unanimous yes. Oh yeah, yeah, cool, absolutely. Cool. I'll recommend it to my enemies too. <laughs> it's that good. Nice. And that brings us to our a secret question. I feel like that made up for him not being on it last did. week it was, it was, and uh, missing missing out missing out on the Dave secret question. Noises. It was so lonely without them. It was just very sad. The the <laughs> jingle just played and no one knew what to do. It was it was very disappointing. <laughs> um, Glad I do my part. We were letting the actual yeah, music play. It was odd. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> nice. Um, tonight we talked about many uh, many uh, different things. We talked about uh, altered carbon, uh, the Netflix new cyberpunk series uh, to have come out. Starring Joel Kinnaman. We also talked about Shadow of the Colossus, the uh, the remake that came out for the PlayStation 4 not too long ago. Uh, and it kind of has recaptured the hearts and imaginations of everyone who has played it and has been getting nothing but great reviews and great remarks. Um, my secret question tonight, gentlemen. Um, actually, I don't even have a secret question tonight, so I got to make it up. I got to keep on stalling as I talk. You are time. time. Um... 
if there is one mythological creature you could hunt down then very much the way that the colossi get hunt down and and shadows of the Colossus, which one would it be if I could personify a Ryan yes. Johnson, uh, <laughs> I think that calling him a mythological creature is giving him too much credit, though. <laughs> if I can personify his train of thought for the Last Jedi and make it, if I can make that into a mythological creature and I, kill it, I think I've heard yeah. this before. <laughs> Sounds like a, That's weird. I was on the last podcast. You can hear it on i on, on iHeartRadio and also Google Play and, and the Apple's. Oh man, Dave. Uh, I want to go with Dave. Because Dave's the like the the seasoned kind of hunter, the seasoned Wait, wilderness. <laughs> question: man. Isn't this literally the plot of God of War? Oh God, shh, of War. It really is. Which that new yeah. one looks incredible. It does. I've already pre-ordered the collector's edition with the oh. statue. So. <laughs> Money bags. Over uh, and here. I've actually. Ar- I was gonna say the Hydra, but I've also fought that in Kingdom Hearts. So. so- <laughs> well, it's not just fighting it too, but it's like hunting it down, going into its like natural habitat, kind of going through all that with your horse. Oh, Sphinx! Sphinx? Go the Sphinx because then you got then you got to solve a maze Ooh. too. You got to solve a maze, then try to take it down or solve yeah. its riddle. Actually, that's what it should be. You do the you do the maze. You meet the Sphinx. You have to answer the questions it asks you correctly, or you have to mm. fight it. Which I guess is actually how that works. <laughs> so it's from Random Warriors, she's like, "I'm gonna fight you now. No riddles." <laughs> <laughs> This is bullshit. It's bullshit. No riddles. Fuck me now. But I have, uh, it's like, but I have a good one. <laughs> Dave. Yeah. What's what, what's what's the little Sphinx? It's like it's like a, what 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 walks in the beginning of life. Uh, blah 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 what, blah. What, what's, what has four legs in the morning, two legs in the afternoon, Man, three legs in the night. Most dangerous yep. game. Man. Yep. yep. So if anyone runs to a Sphinx, they know the answer. They know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be. That's that's worth at least a five star <laughs> review on Apple Podcast. I think. I think that's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other podcast it does see not be destroyed by things. Sphinx. <laughs> we care about your well-being. D- God, like I want to say the Minotaur, but I don't want to go through the whole fucking like maze. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck that. You can just like just you just you just get your sword to slash in the maze. Oh. Minotaur's like, hey, stop doing that. No, dude, I can totally do this. Maybe it was, <laughs> 2008, maybe it was 2018. the Minotaur in the maze. It's it's called power leveling, you asshole. Um, yeah. God, I really don't know. Like nothing, because everything would kill me. Like no matter what I do, <laughs> that's how I'm looking at it. It's like I would die no matter what it is. I hunt. no. What if you had the ability? I mean, just, I mean, look, look at this. Look yeah. at the wanderer. He's just like this dude, but he has a magic sword. Okay, and you can climb up on these monsters instead of the weak points. I mean, he doesn't have superpowers, dude. When you fall, you, your mean, health goes he down. He can kind of take a fall though. I he fell can, off the but... top of the last colossi, <laughs> and I think a quarter of my health went away. <laughs> that dude can take a fall. Yeah. Well, he- Here's the deal: is he takes the fall well, but if you get hit with one more thing after yeah, you get right. that fall, you're that's done, right. kid. Yeah, that's yeah, right. get stepped on. I'm looking up a creature, creature that when I kill it, it gives me its power. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna I, like instead of Dave cheating and looking on Google for the answer, I'm yeah, gonna say the, Dave, Dave is gonna hunt a yeti and he's gonna use his bare hands to wrestle it. That's his answer. You're welcome. Not his, not his fingers. He actually will have the, the hands, hands of a bear, bear, which he also fought <laughs> earlier and took its hands. Exactly. He's bearing arms, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> no, you know what? Just, just because, just, just because I swear to God, I've seen one once. A Wendigo. Nice. And drag it in town and be like, yeah, I, I knew it was real. 
or Wendigo, or my favorite, the most terrifying of them all, Chupacabra. A fucking Skinwalker. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Bogart. Greg Z's. Just because I'm going to say a dragon. Dreams. No one said dragon. I want to fight a dragon. I want to jump on that thing's back and just zip around, like in that, like in Shadow of the Colossus, hold on for dear life, and just climb myself up, and then <laughs> and I'm going to look at him, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to kill you until there's no more. And then he's going to look at me, and he's going to go, I am the last one. And then I'm going to. We're gonna I want to be, be his friend, friend, right? I was just going to say Sean Connery. Connery. I was, was going to say, I don't want to kill him because Sean Connery. I want the Sean Connery <laughs> Jack as my friend. Yeah. I was going to say, like, someone I just saw Dragonheart, they oh, just yeah, played uh, Skyrim on the Switch. I don't ever want to play Skyrim <laughs> on the Switch. I don't trust it. Yeah, How know. is it on the Switch? I'm not going to play it on the Switch. <laughs> Apparently, it's one of its best sellers, but they could also just be saying that so you could play I mean, it. like, in all honesty, it's probably a, a great third-party software on there, but, like, that's not why I got the Switch. If I want to play Skyrim, to I'll play it on my exactly. PC. Heavily modded. That looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. You Nintendo <laughs> in your hand. Taking exactly. your fighting me at the end of this game. <laughs> Plus, I have like hundreds of hours in, yeah. in Skyrim. I have yeah, tons many. of hours That Skyrim. game must be second to Tetris of the most amount of systems that you can play it on. Yeah. <laughs> like that's... They put it on everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had it on my Razer phone. <laughs> like... I have, I, have, I have an obscene amount of hours in that game. So, <laughs> wait, wait. So good. Tetris or Skyrim? Yes. Uh, yes. 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 And everyone, everyone <laughs> went, right? and with Did that, it. that's all the time that we have for this week. Uh, this has been issue number 133 of the Bad, Bad Cody Funky Podcast. We talked about Shadow of the Colossus. We talked about Netflix's, Netflix's Altered Carbon. If you put those two together, you get Altered Colossus. That's, a, that's what it is. It's Altered Colossus. Um, <laughs> Shadows of the Shadows carbon. of the Carbon. Shadow of the Carbon. Shadow of the Carbon. Ooh, the alliteration. I like that one. Oh, like that. that just fancy, that feels like a glasses. I don't know, like a, a raunchy move. It's the largest <laughs> sleeve of all time. <laughs> no, it's just it sounds like a shitty name for a bad superhero. Yeah, carbon Colossus. Give me the old yes, Carbon Colossus. Uh, <laughs> remember to f- just like the original, only bigger. Remember to follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. SoundCloud and right here at twitch.tv slash funky. Remember, uh, always feel free to leave us a review if you'd like. We super appreciate it. We all love the feedback. I want to give a special shout out to everyone who showed up in chat tonight. We had Ocon, we had uh, Soul Ghetto Guy Adam, we had Snipes216. Uh, and I think that's it. That's, that's, everyone that, that's everyone that I saw. If you were here and I didn't say your name, uh, slutty sorry. Beard. Oh, yeah, Chris was there too. And I was there. And Serge was there. I'm not and you were there. And you were there. And I was yeah. there. Yeah. And thank you, Page Bun, for the, the hosts. hosts were there. Everyone was there. It was great. Uh, it's always appreciated. We love when everyone hangs out. Remember, if you want to uh, come partake in some of the secret question answers, you can always join us each and every Thursday night here at twitch.tv slash badcardyfunky. Our show goes live at around 10 p.m ish and we go just just over about an hour and a half just about right around that time so come on in it's a great time and remember we will see you next time or we will see you another time we love you twitch.tv good night